Welcome into this edition of Collins and Big O on the boys. Today we got a lot to get into. We're going to uh, recap the draft coming up. We're going to talk about the Cowboys schedule, Dez, Hearns, all that good stuff. But as always, I'm your host, Adam Collins. You can find me on Twitter at AdamCollinsCN. I'm joined here by Big O. You can find him on Twitter at Big O Mitchell. How you doing today, Big O? I'm doing good, man. I've been excited for this one for a while. I know you got a lot going on, so took us a little bit to get into this uh i'm gonna need you to keep me on track today because i got a few things that i can ramble on forever about so Uh what's the first thing we want to discuss today um i'd say we start off with des des that that is a good good topic to discuss i i love des i've always been a des fan as you know wears bracelets i've had every figure he's ever had jerseys it was just time. Yeah, we would have. Li- I would have liked to see him take a pay cut, maybe, but he probably wouldn't have taken big enough of a pay cut to do much of a difference. So I can see it both ways. The more we find out, though, the more that I think it was not really about money. Honestly, if you've seen the videos that I've seen, I'm sure you did this morning of the the Amazon show that's coming out. You see Jordan Lewis and Dez getting pretty heated in practice. But apparently that was not an unusual thing. Dez was always in somebody's face. Always. Yeah, you could even, even on camera, we saw that a lot during games. So I don't even know what he did behind the scenes. Well, there, there comes a time when the BS antics on the sidelines, if you're not putting up the production, coaches aren't going to put up with that. And, I mean, several of the guys have taken slight shots at him here lately, and I think it's kind of funny that people ignore it. They're like... Yeah, he said that. Well, he was directing that at Dez. Sanjay Lau, however you pronounce his name, our new wide receiver coach, said he's looking for a guy in the draft that is coachable. He brought Alan Hearns in because he's coachable. That's direct shots at Dez because he's not coachable. He thinks he's the greatest thing ever and has never listened in his entire career. What's your – I just thought of this. What's your thought on Alan Hearns being the number one wide receiver? I know we're going to draft someone in one of the first three rounds probably at wide receiver, but Hearns is going to be that guy. Honestly, I think he'll do fine. Um, Our offense this year is going to be a whole lot of RPO. So, I mean, you're going to have short slants, stuff like that, actual routes, and the receivers are going to have to be crisp on their routes. And we already know Beast is one of the best at that. Mm-hmm. Herms is really good at that. So, I mean, I'm with it. And ride 21, man. We wasted all these. We didn't waste. Sorry, that was a dumb statement that I was about to make. We didn't waste first-round picks on this line. We've built the best line in the league, and when they're healthy, they show that they're the best line in the league. Just hand it to 21 and roll. Yep. Well, speaking of wide receivers, staying on that topic, um, are you for or against going against one at pick number 19? I was definitely against it till Dez was gone, and now I'm like, ah, I kind of want to just see who's there. Depends on what other positions are there. If, like, Roquan falls or Derwin James falls, then apparently I'm going to take them because I was looking at it, and most of the wide receivers taken in the first round over the past couple of years haven't done much besides, like, a couple guys like OBJ and stuff. But you can get some really good ones in the second to third round. You can get some good ones in the second to third round. Absolutely. I'm Personally, I think Sutton would be there at 50. I'm not positive that he will be, 
But I'm not taking a wide receiver in the first round. Even if Ridley's there at 19, I'm not taking him. See, um, you want your first-round pick to be an impact player. I don't see Ridley as being that much of an impact his first couple of years. And even even on after that, Ridley, to me, does not bounce off of the paper as somebody who's going to be a superstar. Is he going to be good? Yes. But I want my first-round pick to be an impact player. That's what I've said all along, and a lot of Cowboys fans are going to hate us saying this, but I just don't see Ridley. I don't know. He's like the same. He's only six foot one. We kind of need that. We're losing Dez, a big power guy. I feel like Cortland Sutton would fit in there good, or even uh, DJ Moore from Maryland. I've actually watched a lot of him lately, and he's really impressed me. To me, Sutton and Moore are my favorites, even over Ridley. We discussed this back. Um, when when people were first talking about Calvin Ridley, I watched the national championship game as I watch most all football games every single play. He didn't even show up till like the fourth quarter, and he only made a couple of plays. So I mean, you if you're that good, super talented, like everybody says that he is, it shouldn't have took that long for him to make an impact in that game. He's a good route I mean, runner. That, I just. I don't know what is he an upgraded Terrence Williams. People are going to roast me for saying that, but that's well. See, that's the thing, and many are saying that he's going. He would be a slot receiver. We already have Beast in the slot, and, and then we Switch. have Switcher who yeah. can also play the slot. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. You need that big power guy on the outside, which DJ Moore and Cortland Sutton, and we saw Jason Garrett spend like three hours with Cortland Sutton at that camp the other day. So he's they got... love Sutton's upside. I mean, that dude is a freak. He went into SMU, I was reading this the other day, as a defensive back and then grew like three or four inches and became a stud wide receiver. So think about all that untapped potential. He didn't even play wide receiver until like three years ago. Not only that, he's very coachable. And apparently, and you know, Garrett gets a lot of heat, which some of it is due because he does do some dumb stuff. But (laughs) I respect the fact that he wants guys that buy into the system. Like I, I, people say, what buy into eight and eight, blah blah blah. No, folks. He went thirteen and three with two rookies leading the team. He's not as terrible as everybody makes it out. And I know we all joke about the clapper, but apparently, if we watch this new Amazon show, you get to see the other side of JG that he doesn't show to the media. I'm excited he to watch the, that. I am too. I don't know how I'm gonna get it, but I'm gonna make it happen. <laughs> He gets in those players' faces big time, and I love it. I mean, the fire that he showed, I love it. You put a stud left guard on the line that we have now, and we just roll through the division. That's very true. I'm a big fan of Wynn and Hernandez also. Or Vita falls to there. My my guys for that are Wynn, Hernandez, Vita, of course. Derwin James, which he's not going to drop that far. Although I'm hearing some stuff that he might actually drop more than people are thinking. I've also heard we could trade up for him or Roquan possibly. I'm I'm hearing a lot the last few days about trading up. I would be thrilled to death if we traded up and got either of those. I agree. They're definitely players that will make an impact right away. I mean, you can trade up and get those guys or my man. From Virginia Tech, Edmonds. Yeah. Yeah, he's he would good make too. a huge impact here, too. Uh, let's move on to our – I don't know. Have you had a chance to look at the schedule? I'm sure you have. I did. I, uh, and that's the thing. 
I'm not trying to trash fans because they support us too. They give us some clicks. They give us some love. But man, educate yourselves. Some of the replies I've seen just they make me absolutely furious. Like I've seen, man, we're going eight and eight. We're going to win four games. Guys, we went nine and seven with Zeke missing six games and everybody on the team having down years. And the schedule being way harder than it is this upcoming season. Exactly. We had one of the toughest schedules in the league. This year, we've got the 15th is what I heard. And, I mean, I was looking at it. We easily could win 10 games, easily. Yeah, so your prediction is 10 and six when you looked at it? My prediction when I looked at it is 12 and four. Okay, I saw 11 and 5, but if we go either of those, I'm good with that. 12 and 4, 11 and 5, at worst, 10 and 6, at worst. Yeah, with Zeke every game, I can't yes. see going any worse than 10 and 6. Absolutely not. People don't understand. They get too caught up in the media hype and Twitter. Twitter has ruined football fans because you got so many people to have an opinion that, one, they've never even played the game, or two, they don't even know what they're watching. Exactly. I mean, they're like. They, they say that stuff, and they're like, man, without Dez, we're winning four games. I'm sorry, Dez didn't do shit. <laughs> he was left one-on-one all the time and couldn't beat his man. I mean, yeah, Dak had a bad year. Dak misplaced some balls, but don't make me get out the gifts and show you how many drop passes Dez had that were easy right in his bread basket. Yep. I mean, right. and then when you're one-on-one and you're supposedly one of the best receivers in the game, you got to beat your man and be wide open, not just open by step, wide open. Yeah, and I, I loved Dez as much as anyone, but he he had some pretty bad drops last season. Terrible, terrible drops. Me and you both would text each other and be like, wow, how does he drop that? That one that, one that comes back to me is against New York, where it's just like there's pictures of it, just his hands are sitting there and the ball's just sitting on his face. Easy yeah. touchdown. Great throw by Dak down the sidelines. Put it right on the money. And there was another one, that same exact game, where he turns and Dak put it right. He high-pointed it, which people get on the Dak. I get on the Dak about. He needs to get better at. He high-pointed at the perfect spot. Dez turns, puts both hands on the ball, and still drops it. You know another person I've gained a lot of respect for is actually, and I've given him a lot of heat over the years, Terrence Williams. I've been reading his Twitter, and people are just flaming him, and he's owning up to it, saying he needs to be better, saying he hasn't been great the last couple of years, and that he will get Absolutely. better. Absolutely. And I've talked to T. Will several times on Snapchat, on Twitter, and all that, and he's actually a really nice guy. Um, I think he should work a little harder, but, I mean, he's admitted that he should work a little harder, and I think he will. But before we get off of the death subject, I just want to say some of the stuff he's posted lately, just nonsense. Like if you want to go to New York and you want to trash us, go to New York. That's fine. We'll shut you down just like everybody in the league has shut you down for three years. You're not who you were four years ago. Quit running your mouth. I think it's hurting his brand, to be honest. Like when he retires, all these Cowboys fans are going to remember this, and he's not going to make as much money off of stuff afterwards if he keeps uh, dragging our name through the garbage can exactly and i don't know if you've seen it the other night i was posting a bunch of stuff because the fans just had me furious so i wasn't cussing them and i wasn't saying nothing so i just went through team photos from layout collins page tyron smith's page dak prescott's page 
team photos where they went out to dinner during the season, off season, played golf together. You know who's in none of those pictures? Des, Des Bryant. Huh. Des is all about Des and always has been. He's always posting pictures of the people he grew up with in Lufkin, Texas, which that's cool. But you got to be a teammate. And I don't know that he's ever been that. Travis Frederick and somebody else, I can't remember who the other one was, said that they are closer now than they've ever been. And this was days after they released this. And they all love him and they love his passion. But he was just not a team guy. I also saw he, I forget whose camp it was, but it was another Cowboys guy's. Tyrone Crawford. He yeah. He showed his camp after he just, promising to be there. Just bailed, never told him he wasn't coming, just didn't go. Yeah. The one thing that always stuck with me about Dez is I went to a Cowboys game. It was my first game in AT&T Stadium about five years ago. Uh, it might have even been like seven or eight years ago. Me and my dad were waiting there after the game to see all the players come out. Orlando Scandrick comes out, signs every single person's hat, shirt, everything. Dez comes out, gives up the peace sign, and walks out the door. And all these little, wow. ki- all these little kids are yelling, Dez, Dez. He, he couldn't care less. That's Dez. Dez is all about Dez. Always has been. Even Michael Irvin criticized him, and you know how Michael is with those guys, especially the 88. But he said, he said he started fighting people that were trying to help him. Yeah. Uh, we got we got to move on from Dez. We've been ranting on Dez for about 14 minutes now. What do you want to move on to next? Uh, what's, oh, Marcus Mosher blocked me on Twitter. Oh, Marcus, the king of the inside scoop, and the dude ain't got a single insider in the world that gives him any information. You know that I'm pretty good friends with Patrick. Me and him talk often. Patrick is an actual insider and has friends within the organization that tell him stuff. He knows stuff. He's told stuff. Marcus Mosher tweets all the time like he's an insider. He has no inside connection whatsoever. He's also blocked from Patrick. Nobody can stand Marcus Mosher, yet he's always posting like this is some inside. The thing that he blocked me for was uh, he was talking about how Dak had something to do with Dez being released and that he had information about that. I saw people saying that. I was getting so mad. It had, Dak had absolutely nothing to do with it. The only thing that in the articles you see in the headline says Dak has something to do with Dez release. And then if you actually read, which apparently some people on Twitter cannot read, what the article, what the writers are saying, what he had to do with it is he's not a highball player. Fans are taking it as Dak went to Jerry and said, yeah, I want him gone. I mean, that's just the stupidity of Twitter. And that's basically what Marcus was saying. And Jan Slater, who got the one-on-one with Dez, even said, those of you saying – that Dak had anything to do with this or just uninformed. So I tagged Jan and Marcus's post and he blocked me. <laughs> I was like, well, if you're going to talk crap, like you actually know something, I'm going to call you out on it with an actual insider. So. People, people say some crazy things on Twitter. That's for sure. And no one really knows what they're talking about. Unless there's guys like Patrick, obviously both of us, I pretty much base a lot of my information off of Patrick. I wait till he tweets about it to know that it's actually true. Exactly. Patrick's the best cowboy follow on Twitter besides us. 
because once he tweets it, we're going to tweet it. So if people don't follow him, they can get it. And then oftentimes with us, it's our opinion on whatever's actually going on. But we at least get the information from a reliable source before we go spouting out dumb crap. Make sure you follow Patrick Walker on Twitter also. That's just like the whole Marcus was saying for weeks, uh, Layout Collins is being moved back to left guard, back to left guard. No, he's not. Layout himself said he will not go back to left guard, that he's a right tackle. It's funny, once someone tweets something like that, then a bunch of other people start tweeting about it, and then people think it's true. Oh, yeah, they take it. I mean, it's instantly true. That's what's made Trump the most hated man in America is because of Twitter. But if you actually get outside in America and not a bunch of keyboard, he's well-liked. Let's let's finish the show with our predictions of – what the, who the Cowboys will take at 19, or if you think they'll trade up. So what do you think they'll do? I think we trade up and get either Derwin or Roquan. Um, I was going to say the same thing, so I'm going to say something different. I'm going to say we stay put and take a guard, take uh, Wynn or Hernandez. Okay, next next topic. Well, next little tidbit, I know we got to go. Who is one guy in this draft that you want in the later rounds that you're hoping is there? Because I have one in mind, personally. Go ahead. Let me think a little bit. I want Tim Settle in the third round. That would be an absolute steal. Tim Settle, defensive tackle. He'd play one technique. He would start immediately. Um, From Virginia Tech, he had a terrible combine, but then he backed it up in his pro day, and he admitted that he needed to work a little harder, and he was a little too nervous at the combine, so that would be a huge get because many had him in the early second round before his combine, and I've watched every single Virginia Tech game. The guy's a monster. He's a one technique that can get after the quarterback. All right, I've got a couple. I may sound like a homer since I go to Ohio State, but I got a couple sleepers from Ohio State. Uh, Jerome Baker, linebacker, was originally, I think, a second-round projection. I think he's now third or fourth. He's got some ball skills, very fast. I think he needs to bulk up a little bit, but definitely could add some depth to a much-needed Cowboys linebacker core. And then I'll also go with uh, Tracy Sprinkle. He's a defensive tackle. We can use some more depth there, and he's going to be probably sixth or seventh round. And we saw we got Noah Brown in the sixth round, and hopefully he gets to play some more this year. Yeah, he should. And uh, to add to that, we may get the wide receiver we want in the second round. I see Sutton dropping to the second round. Many people don't, but I see him going to the second round because wide receivers just not a big need in the first round anymore. They don't pan out very often, so why waste a pick on it? Man, if Sutton fell to the second round or DJ Moore, either of them, that would be amazing. If we could get them in the second round after getting any of the guys we named, you talk about an insane team that we will have. And another thing people don't realize with the Dez cut and the Romo contract, we're going to have like $72 million in cap space next year. Yeah, Romo's contract's freed up from dead cap. There's a bunch of other guys freed up from dead cap too. I'm 35 years old. I've never had that much cap room on the Dallas Cowboys since before the cap didn't exist. We were in salary cap hell the entire time that I've been a fan. Yeah, we've because never had a good dumb salary. Moves by Jerry. Now, thankfully, Steven is running, clearly running the team. Because if y'all don't think Steven's running the team, 
Jerry would have kept Dez all day, every day, and Jerry also would have drafted Johnny Manziel. I just thought of one more thing. Uh, I saw some news on Randy Gregory over the past couple of days. He could definitely add some more depth to that D-line. I'm pumped about it. The kid has been working his butt off. He hasn't failed a drug test since 2016, actually. Um, he actually has a job, like a normal working job, and is working to better his life and get back on the football field. So I'm all for it. I mean, the guy never should have been suspended anyway. All he did was smoke weed. I saw these people on Twitter saying, no, let him go. I'm like, the, the guy, I, I don't understand how people can say this. We've held on to him for so long. You might as well give him a shot, not just let him go to free agents and let someone else take him. Exactly. You, but again, it's Twitter. Bunch of dummies with a keyboard that think they know something. Just like I was in a heated debate. I know we're over time here, but somebody was trying to argue with me about who was better between Aikman and Romo? I saw to me, that. It's a no-brainer. Aikman had better talent. Man, they were like, "Well, Troy Aikman was a more accurate passer." So I bring up the actual facts, you know, stats, you mm-hmm. know, those things that actually matter. And uh, Romo is a sixty-five percent career passer. Aikman a sixty-one percent. For those of you listening, that's passing accuracy. People will argue anything until you bring up facts, and then they either block you or they just stop talking. Exactly. It drives me crazy. They're like, well, he was better at this, he's better at this, and then you show them that, no, he wasn't better than. And, I mean, Jesus, Pete, Troy Aikman played with, like, 20 Hall of Famers. That team was insane. He didn't have to do anything. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Well, thank you guys for listening to this edition of Collins and Big O on the Boys. We're going to either have our next podcast right before the draft or right after the draft. So probably probably going to have a couple around the draft recapping the rounds and everything. So make sure you tune in and subscribe. And let's give a shout-out to some of our biggest fans, Sweet Sarah. She's always checking out the pod. Patrick, for always being so kind and giving us some information. And anybody else that you want to shout-out? Uh, yeah, I told Owen, I'm going to give you a shout out for always disagreeing with everything I say. <laughs> um, I actually just totally forgot. We had about 12 Twitter questions that we didn't answer. So we'll do a special podcast in a couple days, and we will just do it on the Twitter questions. What do you think about that? Sounds good to me, but I will answer one real quick because I saw it last night. It said, should we bring Dez back? Would you bring Dez back? Hell no. Y'all have a good weekend.